Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of America's Favorite Golf Podcast. We are from the rough. I'm Tim. That's Johnny. We are live from the DSP Media Studios in sunny North Dallas, part of the FanStream Sports Network. And this is like three weeks in a row we've done a show, Johnny. I don't know what to do with myself. It's breaking records at this point. So you get it in now because you know I'm going to be gone for a couple weeks. But we'll, we're going to try to do the live stream for everybody uh, while I'm going to be on the road for, for three weeks doing some... Uh, Fan stream sports DSP business, all the business we hope, all the business. Right, we'll be, uh, we'll be with our partner. Uh, we'll be with our partners there in Tampa for a little while. JP Peterson getting some stuff done, working on the great uh, the great new live channel that we've been working on here for the past couple months. So we're hoping we're going to get that launched for everybody. Uh, <clears throat> And here in the next couple of weeks with all of our great content around the country. So we're looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, you can find all of our stuff still at this point right now, still on DSMemediaOnline.com. That's right. Lots of big things happening. We can't wait to tell all the good folks that have been following us for the last couple of years while we've been doing this. I uh, need to get some house cleaning out of the way today. show brought to you by TurfLife.club, HighlandsPGC.com. And we got to welcome Johnny, a new sponsor to the show, as the great Golf Central magazine comes on board Uh to join us as a new business partner. Find the latest edition of Golf Central Magazine over at golfcentralmag.com. Also, make sure you go check out, if you didn't do it last time when I told you to, then then shame on you, but make sure you go over to turflife.club and check out all of the cool stickers they got, the hats, lots of good stuff over there for you to, to partake in and be a part of our little team over here at From the Rough. But uh, big week in golf, Johnny, as we got to get right to it. Um, oh, by the way, follow us on social media. The show is at From the Rough PGA. The network is at DSP Media Online. I am at IndyCar Tim, and that goober over there at the table all by himself is at Jay Gerber PGA Pro. Is there somebody else here that I haven't seen? Yeah, over there to your right. Okay. I don't know if you can uh, see him or I not. Just, I didn't know. I didn't okay, know. well, it is what it is. Okay. Um, Johnny, the Sunny Open this past weekend, before we get into the big American Express preview coming up. Also, by the way, I don't know if Johnny's going to like this or not, but I do have some live golf details that I need to spout out a little bit. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. You got to get it off your chest. I do. No better platform than here. Got some hot sports opinions on live golf like I always do. No problem. But first, Johnny, the uh, Sony Open. Siwoo Kim, 18 under out there in the last, and I guess we talked about it, it's not really a swing, right, because it's just two tournaments. Yeah, it's just one of those, you know, obviously the first tournament with the uh, with the winners only. And I, I, I think we talked about it a little bit last week that next year it's going to change a little bit just because it's an elevated purse. So the tournament of champ- – well, that was not good. You didn't like the tournament or the drink was oh, bad? The drink's bad. I got it. You made it, so there we go. Oh, God. 
But uh, next year, the tournament of champs is that tournament of champions that started in uh, in Maui is going to switch next year. So it's going to be two years of uh, of winners, and they're going to give a few exemptions. The reason why they're doing that is because it's an elevated field event, so there's more money. And the tour kind of policy board was like, you know, right. just can't bump up the fee. You can't bump up that much money with you know a limited field like that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to change. And then obviously going across to, to the other island, Honolulu, the big island there. Uh, to play the Sony Open at Wailai. Obviously, polar different types of golf courses. You could see the people that was kind of up top of the leaderboard <clears throat> last week at Sony wasn't even close to the same people that were had, were in contention at uh, at the Tournament of Champions. And a little bit has to do with a lot of those guys don't play. Right. So, um, you know, so that was a little bit of the reason. But, you know, some of those guys love this golf course. I really liked it. I've played it a few times over there. It's a little quirky. It's got a lot of dog legs, but it doesn't overpower you with length. Uh, and really the only defense, I mean, a little bit, even la- even the first week of the year at, uh, at Hyundai was, you know, the wind is a defense for the golf course. And it just didn't blow. It, like, it was, it was weird. It's the first time in a long time that I've really kind of covered golf that I've never seen – the wind not blow two weeks in a row over there. Like there right. was nothing. And, you know, when, especially that, that week when I handicapped the event, I, I always add wind into play because if you don't, you're, you, first off, it's not the right way to handicap it. Right. But you're kind of a little bit behind the eight ball if the wind doesn't blow as much as you think. And, you know, that was one of the reasons that our picks didn't kind of come through the last day, uh, the last round. I thought that it was predicted the wind was going to blow 30, 40. And I thought, I thought that, uh, you know, if you shoot three or four under par, that you could leapfrog a lot of guys. And it didn't blow. The guys didn't make a move except Siwoo Kim, and that's why he finished uh, – he, he won the golf tournament by a couple shots. Um, 18 under, uh, one shot, as it is, better than Hayden Buckley. And they went into the 72nd hole um, tied. And uh, Siwoo shot a pair of 64s on the weekend to get himself into the top spot on the leaderboard. He then um, – Birdied, eighteen on the final on the final day, uh, setting Hayden up that missed his birdie to give him a one shot lead. So it was a tight tournament. Um, but Siwoo Kim, he's kind of a curious figure for me. What's this? His fourth win on the tour, I think. Yeah. Um, won a players keep, champ- won a players championship. I keep hearing about all this talent that he's got, and I mean, I see flashes of it. I just don't know what to think about him career-wise, like where he fits in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, he's a little bit under the radar, right? He's battled some health issues that's kind of, you know, hurt him to really play the the type of golf that he really likes to play. But if you hear through the rumor mill, the guys on the PGA Tour, the guy they'll always tell you he's, he's got immense talent. And you just don't win a player's championship in the fashion that he won in a dominant fashion. Some of the golf, I remember some of the golf shots that he hit. I mean, hitting, hitting driver off decks on some of those par fives that he's carved it around in three woods and – you know those conditions when he did win wasn't wasn't very good, but some of the shots that he hit there were just fantastic. I do remember that Players Championship, but also you know he the health issue, the health bugs got him probably the last you know few years. It hadn't really helped him to to play the type of golf that he wants. But you know when the guy's on all cylinders, he certainly he certainly can win anywhere. Uh, hey Hayden Buckley, of course finishing second. We just mentioned it. Still looking for his first win. Where does this guy fit in, like in the in the big picture here? Yeah, you know it's hard to say. I think I, you know, I like his kind of his backstory a little bit. He played a lot of different sports. He was a you know a, 
a highly recruited baseball player coming out of high school. I, I don't want to say he got drafted, but I, I heard a little bit that he did get drafted to play baseball. So he's he's a, he's a really good athlete when it comes to that part, and that, that probably helps him when it comes to the mental part or the competitive part or not really being scared part of a part of golf. It'll get, you know, have a little bit of a dog in you, but you know he's a little new to the scene. He's kind of bounced bounced uh, around the Corn Ferry Tour for a few years. Had some good success at the beginning of the year this season, and you know I. You know, I, you asked me that question. I don't know. You know, I think we got to see a little bit more out of him for me to really say, hey, man, this guy can, you know, potentially win one time a year, or is he a one-time every three guys, or is he a journeyman? You know, I don't know. I watched his golf swing a little bit. It's a little unconventional, but he kind of owns it. But I think he rides the effect of, you know, him being just a good athlete and having that little dog spirit in him. Um, so behind Kim and Buckley, we had Chris Kirk at 15-under, had a great week. Couldn't take it deep enough, though, all the way to Sunday to challenge for the lead. Andrew Putnam, David Lipsky, Ben Taylor all tied for fourth at 14-under. And we had a whole slobble knocker of guys that shocked me that missed the cut um, as the first-round leader, Jordan Spieth, maybe the biggest name, as he couldn't put it together on Friday. And you, and you saw what happened. We talked about it off the air. Uh, apparently not being able to sink his putts, just driver all over the place, right? Yeah, I mean, if his his he played exactly the same way the first round that he did in the second round. The thing in the second round, he just didn't make putts. He drove the ball terrible, like he, he drove it awful. And it's not really a great golf course for him because there's so many dog legs, right? So that kind of, you know, he wants to hit driver, and he self immediately is like, "Listen, man, I'm playing good." Uh, he and I. Th- <laughs> The golf gods, and I, I firmly believe this more than anything, the golf gods got him because after his interview after the first round, he said, yeah. He's like, I'm swinging at it so damn good. Uh, you know, I feel like I can go shoot four, five, six under par every single day on this golf course. And uh, uh, no, you just can't say that. I mean, yeah. and you just saw what happened. I'm not saying that's why, but he, his, he played exactly the same. If you look at his stats, his stats are the same. He just didn't make the putts the last round, and it's easy to kind of get out of, get out of sorts on that golf course when you're driving in the rough all the time. Uh, Sung J.M. and uh, let's see, missed the cut. Another top 25 player in the world who missed the cut. And Tom Kim, the pre-tournament betting favorite, as we talked about uh, last week, missed the cut. And I told you, I told you don't bet him. I told, I told you, I told everybody, I said, listen. You said that was a terrible pick. I said it was a terrible, didn't you pick him? I did. Hey, there you go. <laughs> there it is. I think I did. Yeah, you did for sure. That's why I said it was a terrible pick. Yeah. But that being said, and I told you why, I said, listen, it's a golf course that uh, there's, it's, it's quirky, right? There's a lot of dog legs and stuff like that. And if you've played, if you, if it's the first time you're playing it, you know, it's, it's, it's awkward. Some of the spots that you can get to, I mean, there's some of those holes out there. You can be in the fairway and be blocked out. It's a bit like Harbor town. Yeah. You know, so, you know, not knowing and not having course knowledge really, I really thought it hurt. I didn't know. I didn't think he missed the cut, but, um, I just thought it, I just course knowledge there is key and he just didn't have it. And that's why I didn't, I didn't have him on our card last week. Uh, was there any other players that, uh, before we get into our picks here, anybody else that, that you thought maybe stood out one way or the other that didn't have a great week that you thought would or that maybe did that you didn't think they would? Um, you know, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, a Russell Henley, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he plays well there every single year, and, and you know, his performance that he had in, uh, in Hyundai Tournament of Champions, he's knocked a little bit of the rust off, but, that, you know, that's the guy that kind of makes a lot of bread and, and – Gets a lot of points in that tournament year yeah. and year after year, and he just didn't really contend, and I don't know why. Um, you know, really, that's about it. I mean, this type this time of year, it's a little tough because you just don't know who's been playing and 
who's trying to knock off the rust and things like that. So not, not really. It was a little status quo to me. So before we get to the uh, some live golf news and then the American Express as the tour comes to the continental U.S. for the first time this year, um, let's get into our picks from last week. And as we just covered, my pick for the winner, Tom Kim, had a little MC Hammer action going on as he missed a cut. And I've deleted that sound bite, by the way, out yeah, of the board. Well, you know why? <laughs> why? Because you use it too much when it comes to your picks. I think yeah, you just wore I it out. Uh, I think the, I, I wore the record out. I think so, too. At this point. Uh, however, I came so, so close on my top 10 and my top 20, Johnny, as I had J.J. Spawn in my top 10, who I, finished tied for 12th. I told you that was a good pick. You did. Tied for 12th at 12 under. In my top 20, I had J.T. Poston, who tied for 21st at 11 under. Yeah, and I, I told you that was a good pick also. I told you you both had good picks. I mean, you look at J.J. Spawn, my thing, and we talked about it last week, was you know, he's, he's, he's healthy. He's bad. He's kind of over his health issues. I just didn't know if he had the stamina to play four yeah. rounds. And if you looked at him, he was up at the leaderboard the first probably two and a half rounds. And I think fatigue got him a little bit. And that's what I was worried about uh, when it comes to him. But JT Poston, it's a perfect golf course for him. Don't be surprised if that guy wins on this golf course, you know, in the next two or three years. But I, I thought both those picks were good. That'd be fun to watch for sure. Uh, Johnny, you had a little bit more success than me, or maybe not so much. What? How'd you do? Uh, Johnny's Picks brought to you, as always, by TurfLife.club. It is not an apparel brand. It's a lifestyle brand. Head over to TurfLife.club today. Yeah, we didn't <clears> – <throat> it's the second week in a row. We were close to cashing some tickets, but we didn't cash in a ticket last week. But uh, we had Cam Davis as our first pick. At, uh, he finished T32nd at minus 9. I'd, you know, he came off really hot out of the gates. First couple of rounds was good, and he just kind of, you know, real lackluster, really, the last couple of rounds. Didn't really make a move, and it's, you know, I, I don't know why, um, but I thought he'd have a little bit better performance. And we'll talk about him a little bit later on in the show. Is uh, I like him on the card going for, uh, this week. But, yeah, it's a little bit of mystery. A lot of guys picked him, and, he, and I was one of them, but he didn't have a great performance. KH Lee, T28, minus 10. Another guy that kind of struggled on the weekend. And, uh, you know, again, he, he came off the first couple of rounds hot. I think they both – both those guys were in the top ten, right, the first couple of rounds. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it just didn't happen. So, uh, you know, their weekend performance w wasn't something. Here's a guy that shocked me. I thought Billy Horsch would play a lot better than mm -hmm. he did. Uh, he missed the cut. He, he started off – his first – I thought he, he would build some momentum after Hyundai because he, he shot 76 in the first round at, uh, in Hyundai, Tournament of Champions, and then shot, like – 12 or 14 under the last three rounds. So I thought the momentum would kind of build a little bit for him going into the Sony. But he just, I mean, the first round he shot like three over par. He just, it didn't even look good. Yeah. And I was Looks just very like, uncomfortable nah, it's all just weekend. Like, you know, he's a little quirky, a little weird anyways. Um, <laughs> he's on you know, the list. He, well, he is on the list, and he needs to make up for some shit. I'm seriously. I mean, Billy, you know you watch this show. You know you got some making up to do. He does. J.P. Peterson and I talked about that last week. You got some making enough to do, so uh, you let me know when you're about to play good, so you you know, so we can fill those pockets. But yeah, he was out. MC Hammer, our ham sandwich pick is a guy. Again, we'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. Uh, Andrew Putnam, T T fourth uh, again, played really solid. It's a great golf course course for him, but he he shot two under the last round in nor in like nothing conditions. If the guy plays halfway decent. He has a great opportunity to win the golf tournament. We had him at at, uh, at fifty five to one. Uh, he shoots five or six under on that uh, you know on that golf course the last round. He's he's right there and potentially having a playoff, and he just really didn't do it. So a little disappointing for for me there. Um, 
Russell Knox, our two top tens. Russell Knox finished T67 at minus three. And we talked about this last week. This is, was kind of a, like a like an on-the-fence pick. If that wind mm-hmm. blows, he's the best wind player on the PGA Tour. If it, that wind blows, he's got a chance to win the golf tournament and definitely finish in the top ten, and the wind just didn't blow. Right. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things that was tough. Webb Simpson missing the cut. You know, I think he's just trying to kind of knock off some rust. That's another golf course that he plays extremely well. So he must not be playing a lot uh, in Charlotte in the wintertime. I know the weather's been good, so there's not really an excuse. So uh, didn't catch in there. Our t- two top 20 picks, Adam Scott, T21. We missed by a shot. Adam Scott played the last three holes two over par and didn't mm-hmm. birdie the 18th hole, which is a driver and a seven iron for him. And we missed cashing in on Adam Scott by one shot. So, uh, thank you, Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank You're you. on the list. Yeah, you 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 <laughs> just joined the list. You did, and I like you. I like you. But you know, when you do some dumb shit like that, you get on that list. Now yeah. you might be able to redeem yourself. Ask Billy year. Horschel about that. Yeah, Billy Horschel's staying on that list for a while. He can't get off. It's like you know, you it, this game is not checkers. It's it's not three strikes. It's one strike. You get on that list, especially when you do. When you bogey, uh, you play the last three holes two yep. over to uh, not let me cook some food for myself at home. So, uh, in our last pick, Mark Hubbard, uh, you know, I thought the guy, he's a good win player. He's a grinder. He was a little bit of a flyer pick also to finish in that top 20 and just and miss the cut. So, uh, you know, not a very good week. But this is what we did last week. I mean, last year, right? We didn't cash any tickets the first two weeks of the year. Right. And then we won this week that we're going to talk about the American Express with uh, Hudson Swafford. So we did pick him. Uh, he was one of our ham sandwich picks that really got us a lot of candy last year uh, going into the year. So look, we're looking forward to, uh, to our picks this, this week at the American Express. Very, very good. And you guys can find Johnny's picks every Wednesday. We'll get into the American Express picks a little bit later in the show. You can find his picks every Wednesday on his Twitter handle, at Pro or on the show, at FromTheRoughPGA, also over on Facebook, on Instagram, all the good places where you find stuff like that. He's... He's everywhere. Uh, Coming up next, after a quick break, we're going to talk some live golf as they may have found a TV deal, which it's about time since you're a year into your existence. But what does it mean for live golf? We'll get into a little bit of that. We'll be right back. Sports fans. Fan stream sports. Jeeves Law Group. I've known Scott Jeeves for quite some time, and he's just like us, a huge college football fan, but he's not just another PI attorney. He is a ferocious advocate for his clients. Scott Jeeves is a board-certified civil trial lawyer and a certified circuit court mediator practicing in Tampa Bay for over 30 years. He is an AV preeminent-rated civil trial lawyer and certified circuit court mediator. Folks, these designations are not just given out. They're given only to the best trial attorneys. But more than anything, Scott takes these cases personally. I've heard it from his clients. He's a fighter you want on your side. Insurance companies hate it when they see you're represented by Jeeves. He's just different. 727-894-2929 or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. That's J-E-E-V-E-S LawGroup.com and tell them JP sent you. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive? fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had, you're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in young 
Hello, sports fans. Fanstream Sports. Jeeves Law Group. I've known Scott Jeeves for quite some time, and he's just like us, a huge college football fan, but he's not just another PI attorney. He is a ferocious advocate for his clients. Scott Jeeves is a board-certified civil trial lawyer and a certified circuit court mediator practicing in Tampa Bay for over 30 years. He is an AV preeminent rated civil trial lawyer and certified circuit court mediator. Folks, these designations are not just given out. They're given only to the best trial attorneys. But more than anything, Scott takes these cases personally. I've heard it from his clients. He's a fighter you want on your side. Insurance companies hate it when they see you're represented by Jeeves. He's just different. 727-894-2929 or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. That's J-E-E-V-E-S LawGroup.com and tell them JP sent you. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive? fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had, you're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844 977 3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Now is the time to make sure your home insurance is in order. In the last year, many of us have made improvements to our homes. So call the folks at Italiano and discuss these upgrades to make sure you have enough coverage. According to a recent report, almost 64% of homeowners don't have enough insurance on their home, which is their most valuable asset. Also, a great time to make sure you have flood insurance. Even if your mortgage company does not require flood insurance, your home could still be at flood risk. Another big item as we enter hurricane season is making sure your pool enclosure is added to your policy and there will be no issue at claim time. That happens a lot. So call your friendly agent at Italiano Insurance to review your policies today. 813-877-7799 or italianoinsurance.com. Attention, if you are home shopping or looking for a refinance, and even if you already have the approval letter, you must call my man Scott Fitzgerald at American Mortgage Services. Scott has a brand new program available in the greater Tampa Bay area called the Community Advantage Loan Program. Get this, no money down, no mortgage insurance, no points, no origination fee, purchase or refinance and loan amounts up to $647,000. Now, there are some application requirements. It must be a single-family home, one unit, primary residence, and have a minimum 640 credit score. The program only applies to certain neighborhoods, so you have to call to find out if you qualify. So call Scott Fitzgerald at 813-294-7595 or email him at scott at amstampa.com. Now, even if you don't qualify for that program, Scott will shop your loan around, get you the best rates, and won't charge you the huge upfront fees. And if you've had issues with your bank calling you back, Scott will return calls immediately or at least the same day. 813-294-7595 or email him, scott at amstampa.com. 
Scott Fitzgerald, MLS 386-722, American Mortgage Services, 1000 North Ashley Drive, Suite 1020 Temple. Coming back at you. Now, more fans stream sports. Welcome back, everybody, to FanStream Sports. We are from the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast, live from the DSP Media Studios in North Dallas, part of the FanStream Sports Network. Uh, Johnny, let's get into a little bit of live golf talk. I know you enjoy that so much. I love it. Um, as Just like a stub toe. As I heard a couple of reports today, and then I confirmed it via Twitter with my buddy Kyle Porter over at CBS Sports, Live Golf, Live Golf has found themselves a TV network. No, it's not CBS. No, it's not uh, ESPN. It's not even Bravo. It's a little CBS. It's partly CBS. Yeah. It is the good old-fashioned CW, baby. That's the one where they used to have the commercial with the frog on there, wasn't it? Yes. Um, it was Dancing Frog? The CW's been around for, and it's it's terrestrial TV. It's, it's an actual TV network. It is 12% owned by CBS. It's also partly owned by Warner. Dawson's Creek was on there. Dawson's Creek was part of the WB. One Tree Hill was part of the WB. Uh, I'm trying to remember all those old. Yeah, Dawson's Creek on your bingo card. You win. Yeah, because we never talk about that any, on the show. Don't even fill anything out. I did enjoy me some Dawson's Creek, man. I didn't Creek, mind it. Man. I didn't mind it. Uh, here's some stupid trivia for you. Dawson's Creek and Buffy the Vampire Slayer debuted on the same night. The first shows ever of each show were on the same night, the same time on the CW. And I know this because that was the day I moved out of my house to leave my first wife, and I was in my hotel room that night watching the WB or the CW. That was a yes. lot. Of, that was a lot of information. Yeah. A lot. And it was 25 years ago. Oh, I can celebrate 25 years free from her. Yeah. Huh. Sweet. Let's do another show about that another day. That'd be great. So, CW, who, yes, is 12% owned by CBS, will air live golf events. And I've got some hot thoughts about live golf. So, number one, this is a win for them somewhat, okay? Make it's no a, mistake, it's a win. It's a 100% win. Because they finally have an outlet where people can find them. Cause I'll be honest. I tried to find live golf a couple of times last year and I couldn't, you, you could only get it on streaming. I think it was a streaming. So supposedly they were on YouTube. I could never find it. And there were Facebook outlets that they were supposed to be on. I could never find it. Now I didn't really care. Like I was just tuning in to watch for something specific for the show, Yeah. but now they're on actual television. And I believe, um, how many households are they in? They are in 220 U.S. markets. Well, it kind of makes a little bit of sense, right? I mean, the, it, I'm not, you know, obviously CW is not a, like one of the big networks, but, you know, anytime you have that type of money, it's going to be thrown at you to a small network. Why would you, why would you not take it if you're the CW? It only, may, it only makes sense. It's, it's all about the money. It's, if, sure. if that network, that's the way they're going to stay afloat. I mean, they're, they're stupid not to take the money. It's just <clears throat> how much money are they really going to have to do to promote live golf on the CW that people know that it is actually on the CW because CBS is not going to do it. Right. Like they're not going to, so there's just going to be probably some of that money and you know, the normal kind of hand finger of businesses, but you better take 5% to 10% of your profits and put right. it in marketing. And you know, that's what they're probably going to have to do to get people to know that it is on the CW, but Hey, listen, huge win for LIV golf, huge win for live golf. So initially live golf was going to, um, pair into a, a, a marketing partnership with Fox Sports 
to have their tournaments on FS1, but they were going to have to pay out of pocket yeah. for the broadcast to be, you know, much like we would have to go pay to have whatever golf channel show or show or whatever. So it's another out-of-pocket expense. The deal with CW is a revenue-sharing situation where they are not paying. It is not a pay-to-play. It's, 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 there's no fee for broadcast rights being paid. Um, it's simply that they will share revenue for sponsorships, for television commercial deals, um, things like that, which, is, again, is another win for Live Golf since there's not going to be any money out-of-pocket. Because last season, you know, again, supposedly on YouTube, I'm sure the Live their their website probably showed some of it, but dude, they had enormous production costs. They had yeah. to for that first season with the 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 just the presentation, the production value of some of the stuff that I saw on replay. Dude, and they're they're you know, they go all out of these tournaments for the spectators, you know, and it's that costs a lot of money. One of the questions I was really thinking about, as much money as it's really backed this tour, and I'm not saying they only need to do it for this tour, is <clears throat> why don't they just buy a network? Like, why don't they, why would they just not buy like a CW? Like, I mean, as much, money as, as much money as they have, why would you just not do that? And that way you can make money on other shows and other things. Uh, and then, and then kind of profile the live tour on that. That, that was something that was a little strange to me that, that why they haven't really bought a smaller network potentially and kind of build that up and create it as an asset, as opposed to just kind of getting one of these little fledgling uh, networks out there and kind of go from there and let the networks control, uh, <clears throat> you know, the production. Right. That. Why would they just not do it themselves and buy a network? That's that's one of the little questions I'm curious about. Well, and I guarantee you a, a huge aspect of this with them agreeing with the CW with this deal is that CBS owns part of the CW. And they wanted to be in bed somewhat with CBS, and this is as close as they could get. And I'm surprised. Well, I mean, obviously, if a CBS only owning twelve percent, uh, you know, they probably don't have a lot of say. I'm surprised no. that they actually that they actually kind of went along with it. And maybe they didn't. They just got outvoted. You know, I don't know. That'd probably be my, that'd be my first guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it, that's a that's a big big win for Live Golf. So I have some thoughts on Live Golf, and um, they're not going to be popular among Live Golf fans. If in fact there are any, I don't even know that there are. I know it's there a, is. I know lot. it's a curiosity um, as a league, um, and I'm sure there are fans of some of the players playing on the tour. Right? Obviously, there's guys that you that you want to root for that play over there instead of the PGA Tour nowadays, and that's fine. Um, but. I, it looks to me at this point like they're doing everything wrong after their first season. As they've had this whole offseason to promote themselves, to get back in the game, to keep people in touch with what's happening over there. And, dude, they have done literally nothing this offseason to promote themselves, to promote the upcoming season, to do anything. As a matter of fact, their head marketing guy, I can't remember the guy's name, that was basically in charge of selling the what are called franchises for Live Golf, you know, the teams and stuff. Um, that dude quit. Because he's working for Greg Norman. I mean, he, yeah, he's out. It's all about, it, listen, and, and Jay, uh, somebody asked me that, I think it was uh, one of the ESP and affiliates or somewhere, I was doing an interview, and. Somebody asked me, "Is like the what's going on with LIV Golf? Is there a way for them to coexist with the PGA Tour?" And I said, "Well, I mean, there is, but as long as Greg Norman is on the helm, yeah, it's not going to happen. Listen, you got it's not going to happen, and that's why they're talking about 
you know, potentially replacing Norman. I think that's a whole different type of story. I don't think it's e- as easy as what uh, what people think it is. But there's so much animosity between Monahan, the PGA Tour, and Greg Norman. That he, that he they they won't do it. He won't do it. And especially if there's still lawsuits, which there is still lawsuits going. It's going to be a long time, and I think the first step, and if anything's really going to kind of kind of step forward, and people are really going to be aggressive about making this thing work together, Greg Norman has to be out of the picture. It just it just does. I mean, he just does. There, well, you know why? Because the PGA will not negotiate, or the PGA Tour will not negotiate with terrorists. Well, they want what well, Greg Norman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's who I meant. Um, or predators. Or predators. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, so here, here's my next point on Live Golf about them not promoting themselves. They've the only thing they have done social media wise since their last event is they are offering the top fifty shots of the past season five at a time on their Twitter handle. Like shots of booze, or what do you mean shots? I think they meant golf shots. Oh, but it could be liquor shots. I mean, I'd probably watch the liquor shots more than I would. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Greg Norman owns a wine company and a liquor company. Well, there it surprise is. Surprise me if he tries to throw that shit. But in. But like the whole premise of this is team play, right? They've got teams, right? So, so it's sort of more similar to a, a regular sports league. It's you know? both. You have individual. You have your individual. All right, you have individual scoring. Yeah. I understand that, but you also have the team aspect of it. You know, so if that's the case, if you want to garner interest from people, at least somebody like me that's in, inter, into the more traditional sports, you need to have free agents. You need to have player trades. You need to have they have cuts. These they have treats, cuts. these these teams treated more like an actual sports team. So you know what? If if Team A wants to trade for another guy on another team, hey, we'll give you this golfer, and then we'll give you. The purse from our next two wins or kinda, something like that. Kinda, you know what I, like, I mean? Yeah, I kind of like that. Um, and then you need to have you said in a long time. Then you need to have like free agent guys who's look. You're going to be with this team for for the next two seasons. All right. After that, you can go wherever you want, or you can stay. It's up to you. And then if a team wants them, they go smooth them, just like a franchise would go smooth a uh, free agent quarterback or whatever. You know, and you, you have all of those off season stories for the fans to get into and to be vested in and. And think about that and to keep up with. But if you're not going to even promote your own league, your teams, your players on social media in your offseason, dude, you are going to be forgotten so fast that you'll, you will – I don't even know if Live Golf's going to be around in three years, to be honest with you. That's good. I mean, you make some great points. I like the free agent stuff. But you do know they can get cut, right? They can yeah. get kicked off a, sure. a Live Tour, which is kind of shitty and things like that. Here, here's what I'm going to tell you. There's going to be more guys that defects to Live Tour that are big-name guys. Uh, I, I'm not going to say any, I, I've heard a couple of rumors and the people that remember when I told you a couple of the guys that were leaving yeah. after the PGA and they did yeah. leave, it's coming from the same person, right? I can't say who they are yet. Uh, but it's going to happen after the masters. So just, uh, well, and we all know what live, everybody that goes to live golf, God bless them. It's all about the money. That's the whole point. They make no qualms about it. And That's, I'm fine with it. Yeah. If, I don't have a problem out, with that. If you come out and say, listen, I did this shit for the money. Hey man, listen, it, 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 I, like I said, we, I, Bryce, Bryce and DeChambeau, like some of these guys said, or who's the one at, at, and just definitely came out and say, man, I went, I went for the cash, straight cash, homie. Yep. And you, don't bl- no you can't problem. blame people for that. I have no problem with you if you do that. Uh, David Faraday, of course, left, uh, what, he was NBC, and then on, what, one, what, the British Open, he was on the Golf Channel, yep. um, went to live golf, and he straight up said, well, his was two reasons. Number one was the money, 
And number two, he wanted an opportunity to be the number one guy on a broadcast team. He's not going to get that at NBC or Golf Channel. And his contract was up. And right? It's, right. So he had, an, he had an availability to go. So, and you know what? Good luck, David. I wish he'll be back, though. I'm sure he'll be, he'll be back. I don't know. We'll see. And, uh, I think they're paying him enough money. Why does he want to come? Well, if they go yeah. away, he'll be back. Well, no. I mean, I think he's going to get enough money in the next three or four years. <laughs> Never have probably... to work again? No. And but he will. He, he lives here in Dallas. Yeah, he did. he's a local guy yeah. for sure. So, anyway, that's just – I think it's a horrible look from a social media standpoint. You know, because you're going after these young guys that are – and that's, they live on social media. They live on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, on – I don't know if young people are on Facebook. My kids tell me Facebook's for old people now, which I don't understand, but I'm on it, so they're probably right. But I just think it's a bad look from a from a promotional standpoint for these guys to not be promoting them, you know, at all, at all, or their teams or anybody. Supposedly, what is it, the Four Aces? That's DJ's team, right? Yeah. yeah. Supposedly, they're changing team names now. Like, they're going to have – that's supposed to be a big – a big uh, cliffhanger for Live Golf is it? What's the four aces going to be called next year? You know what? Uh, Who cares? Come, well, it's going to come down to a sponsorship deal. It's going to be course. the, the Frito Lay four aces yes. or some bullshit like that. And I don't know. And what, it should. I mean, yeah, if you're going to do that, it absolutely. So that's my hot topic about my hot opinion well, about you, Live you, Golf. You warned me you were just going to get all hot and bothered about this topic, so I, I let you. I tried to let you go as much as you could. It just pisses me off. So. Coming up next, we're going to get into the American Express, uh, Johnny's picks and predictions, a little bit about the course, a uh, little bit about who we think will do well and who won't. What's the purse? Where are they playing it? And why? And why did they change the cut? We'll get into that next. Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Jeeves Law Group. I've known Scott Jeeves for quite some time, and he's just like us, a huge college football fan, but he's not just another PI attorney. He is a ferocious advocate for his clients. Scott Jeeves is a board-certified civil trial lawyer and a certified circuit court mediator practicing in Tampa Bay for over 30 years. He is an AV preeminent rated civil trial lawyer and certified circuit court mediator. Folks, these designations are not just given out. They're given only to the best trial attorneys. But more than anything, Scott takes these cases personally. I've heard it from his clients. He's a fighter you want on your side. Insurance companies hate it when they see you're represented by Jeeves. He's just different. 727-894-2929 or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. That's J-E-E-V-E-S LawGroup.com and tell them JP sent you. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had? You're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional civility. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844 977 3477 or go to 
B-A-M-M-C.com. Now is the time to make sure your home insurance is in order. In the last year, many of us have made improvements to our homes. So call the folks at Italiano and discuss these upgrades to make sure you have enough coverage. According to a recent report, almost 64% of homeowners don't have enough insurance on their home, which is their most valuable asset. Also, a great time to make sure you have flood insurance. Even if your mortgage company does not require flood insurance, your home could still be at flood risk. Another big item as we enter hurricane season is making sure your pool enclosure is added to your policy and there will be no issue at claim time. That happens a lot. So call your friendly agent at Italiano Insurance to review your policies today. 813-877-7799 or italianoinsurance.com. Attention, if you are home shopping or looking for a refinance, and even if you already have the approval letter, you must call my man Scott Fitzgerald at American Mortgage Services. Scott has a brand new program available in the greater Tampa Bay area called the Community Advantage Loan Program. Get this, no money down, no mortgage insurance, no points, no origination fee, purchase or refinance, and loan amounts up to $647,000. Now, there are some application requirements. It must be a single-family home, one unit, primary residence, and have a minimum 640 credit score. The program only applies to certain neighborhoods, so you have to call to find out if you qualify. So call Scott Fitzgerald at 813-294-7595 or email him at scott at amstampa.com. Now, even if you don't qualify for that program, Scott will shop your loan around, get you the best rates, and won't charge you the huge upfront fees. And if you've had issues with your bank calling you back, Scott will return calls immediately or at least the same day. 813-294-7595 or email him, scott at amstampa.com. Scott Fitzgerald, MLS 386-722, American Mortgage Services, 1000 North Ashland Drive, Suite 1020, Tampa, Florida. Coming back at you. Now, more fans dream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough on Fan Stream Sports, part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. I'm Tim. That's Johnny. This is From the Rough. We're about to do our American Express preview brought to you by TurfLife.club, HighlandsPGC.com, and of course, our new partner, Golf Central Magazine over at GolfCentralMag.com. They got a brand new issue out. Might have some stuff in there about DSP Media over there on page, what was it, page 12? You might want to go check out on your digital copy there at Golf centralmag.com yeah we're uh we've been uh fortunate enough to partner again with uh miss terry purdom on turf life and with uh golf central magazine she's been gracious enough to uh have us uh write some write some nice articles write some sports articles write some stuff about golf write some stuff about culture and gave us a page to really kind of uh showcase you know fan stream sports dsp media What's going on around the world in sports, just not in, uh, just not in regional. So we're very fortunate and lucky to be partnered uh, with, with uh, Golf Central Magazine. Looking forward to a long and fruitful and distinguished partnership with, with every, all those people. Yeah, I love the hat, but that doesn't work for you. Didn't like it on top of the headset? No. no. Uh, I, I wore it last week, and it got hot. Like, but it wasn't it's hot on, in this room. It wasn't on top of the headset, though. No, 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 no. It was under the headset. It just, I got hot. Like, my face was sweating. Um, it's a warm hat. Well, I was wondering what, you know, you didn't, you don't think half the bottle of vodka that was gone. Sir, I done my alcohol does not touch these lips. I don't know what you are talking about. Yeah, that's about right. It just goes straight through to the gullet. It just goes (laughs) through the straw. It goes all the way through. 
Uh, so, Johnny, the 2023 American Express is this weekend uh, out there in La Quinta, California. It's the PGA West Stadium course, the Nicholas Tournament course, and you said there was a third. Yeah, there's a, it's a three golf course rotation uh, that they have. It's the private club, the Nicholas Club, and the uh, – I don't remember the other golf, but is it? It's a three. It's a three term. So all the pros play. Uh, it's a fifty four hole cup, mm-hmm. which is rare, right? On the PGA, but you Tour. have to do that if you're playing three courses, right? Everybody has to have an opportunity on this on level ground. That's right, and it's it's one of those it's one of those uh, events, and there's very few. It's this week in Pebble in a couple weeks. That uh, it's a pro am format that the amateurs play three rounds, but in Pebble the amateurs if they make the cut they play four rounds, but. Um, this week it's only three rounds, so the the, the tour guys have to get uh, opportunity to play each golf course. Mm-hmm. The reason why they have three golf courses because it's such a big field with 156 the, players, and then you, it's only one amp. So it's so you got you know 156 times two, uh, so you got you know 312 312 people playing. So you got to spread that over three golf courses. So. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's one of those deals that uh, it's a shootout. You're going to have to shoot 22 or 23, 24 under par, depending on the weather. Uh, and, and, again, the golf course is perfect. If there if there's no wind, I've been out there a bunch. Uh, a buddy of mine used to play in that tournament when it was the old Bob Hope. And mm-hmm. he's, he, I'd go out there and hang out with him in the wintertime when it was I miss cold. Bob Hope, by the way. Oh, that, yeah. He was a good dude. Seemed like it. But, um. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a cool format. A lot of the thing of the tour guys, they don't. A lot of these tour guys don't like playing in this like type of format, the pro am type of format the, the, that they're dealing with three different ams uh, in each day. And some guys love it. It takes a lot of pressure off some of the guys that they can really go out and kind of free will it. But um, you don't see you don't see a lot of superstars playing in this tournament. There, mm-hmm. There's a few more this this week. John Rahm, surprisingly, he's playing. Scotty Scheffler's playing, which is great. So you. You know, you'll look for some of these new younger guys. It's kind of going to get some starts, uh, and that's why this golf tournament is really kind of lended itself to some of the maybe first-time winners, guys that potentially you've never really heard of, but they can still play golf. But it's you know they're just comfortable. They don't have all the added pressure trying to win, and it's it's a little bit more relaxing uh, atmosphere. So this is the biggest field of the young year as they step foot onto PGA West for the first tournament on the continental U.S. soil. 156 players, competitors will be tasked with lugging around their playing partners as the first two California Pro-Ams is set to take place. Spread across three different golf courses within the PGA West facilities. The American Express features a 54-hole cut, as we mentioned, rather than the standard 36-hole cut. Um, The stadium course, the Nicholas Tournament course, and I guess La Quinta Country Club is the third one we can think of. Yeah, Um, It's been considered by some to be a putting contest. Have you ever heard this before? Uh, a lot. That person who said that on record most recently, Mr. John Rom. Um, of he, course, he doesn't like these types of places. No, he does not like it at all, and he's really kind of the head, one of the headliners here. Clearly, yeah. As there's some guys skipping out, as he talked about, he's joined by a surprisingly strong field for a, st- a standard non-designated PGA Tour event. In fact, ten of the top twenty players in the world will play the American Express, including world number two Scotty Scheffler, world number six Xander Shoffley. Uh, who's returning to action following his withdrawal from the Tournament of Champions. You've got Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau, Will Zalatoris, Cam Young, Sam Burns, Tom Kim, and Sung J M, rounding out a long list of big names here that are looking to kickstart their year in Coachella Valley. Yeah, it's a, like I said, it's it's a little bit better field than, than, than most years. I'm not really sure why. A lot of the guys skip kind of Sony. And, you know, uh, a lot of these guys are really happy to get kind of 
in back on the mainland a little bit, and they're playing California for the next three weeks. But be a little careful when you when you start looking at these golf tournaments if you're a handicapper because all three of these places. So you got this week, you have San Diego, and then you're going to Pebble. Even though they're in California, they're completely different types of golf courses. They're completely different types of grasses, and the players who win in these all three of these places are different types of players. So. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, even though you're in California, you're looking at three different types of people that, that, that will have success at this golf tournament. Uh, getting into a little bit of the odds for some of the players there, John Rahm is your, according to Caesar Sportsbook anyway, he is the, the favorite. By the way, I don't think I mentioned this. Par 72. I guess all three are par 72s? Par 72s. 7,060 yards. I, I don't know what course they're, they're offering here. I guess the PGA... Uh, stadium course, I think, is what the uh, yardage is on that one. Uh, the purse for this event, though, a measly eight million dollars. Yeah, it's a smaller purse, right? You think it is? You think it'd be a little bit more with all the sponsor money that's coming in? And and I think if if I'm not mistaken, for amateur to play in this, it's about twenty thousand. Uh, really? Them, See, that doesn't seem like too much, really. Twenty thousand a person oh, you, you, to play three it. rounds of golf? Oh, you'd pay it. Come on. No, they pay me. Well, that's normally how it works. I mean, you would pay me. I mean, you, oh, I have to pay. I have to pay your entry fee. No, you have to pay to play in the Pro-Am. I know, but you'd pay it. Why would I pay it? To go play. I'm not an amateur. Well, I mean, your score would beg to differ. I'll say, so, so <laughs> speaking of the golf courses, so you're looking at, at, at 7,000 yards playing in the desert. Um, you know, it's it plays short. I mean, these golf courses are playing short. Right. But the elevation and the wind, I mean, you look and use the, the, the rule of thumb, you can usually take about 5 to 7, 8% off. Uh, due to elevation, just the due, up because due, of the elevation, the, fact, yeah. the air. So these golf courses are playing sixty five hundred yards. Their pins are going to be in the middle of the golf courses because they don't want these amateurs to struggle and be out there all day because sunlight's going to be an issue uh, sometimes because they're long days mm-hmm. and you know these amateurs want to try to grind it out or they want to try to bump keep bumping shoulders mm-hmm. with the pro the pro that they're playing with and so there's a lot of variables, but. As I said before, it, you got to be a kind of a special type of person uh, as a professional golfer to be willing and want to play in these events. The 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 thing you the thing you don't want to do is go out there and just be an asshole mm-hmm. as a pro to your amateur. So there's a little bit of that. You know, you want to make sure they have a good time, but you also want to make sure you're kind of concentrating on your game. Uh, so that's a hard balance sometimes for for a lot of these guys, and you know, for a lot of these guys that are, that that's easy. So when I handicapped the card this week, and that's why we had success last year, won the event as an underdog as our ham sandwich pick with Hudson Swafford, and I think we 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 got a, a, a one or two top tens and a top twenty. So we know how to handicap this event, um, and you know, like I said, it's just a different type of event. Uh, John Rahm is your betting favorite, according to Caesar Sportsbook, at six to one. Scotty Scheffler ten to one, which to me was a little bit surprising that he's that high. Patrick Cantlay eleven to one. Finau fourteen to one. Sung JM eighteen to one. Will Zalatoris twenty to one. Xander Shoffley twenty to one. Cameron Young twenty to one. Our buddy Tom Kim twenty to one, and Sam Burns rounds out at twenty eight to one. Uh, let's get into our picks and predictions here for a little bit. Um, and again. I swung and I missed on my on my winner, Tom Kim, for last week. Did you figure out any theme music? Oh, yeah, I forgot we played this, didn't we? Come on. You, you know, I'm glad we have our new 
uh, junior producer sitting in the studio with us right now. I know he's got to learn stuff. Because the last two weeks, you have just been dog shit. I'm still not in my game for this show. No. It's been a long time. It's not like it's cold out. It's been nasty. You've just been hunkered down at the house. Yeah. Get into character, dude. I need a, I need a girlfriend. No, you don't. Uh, anybody out there watching the show, or if no. you've got a daughter that watches the show and you'd like her to go out with me? Yeah, please, please don't. Please don't. Um, tweet you, the, tweet the show. Or you will be a grandmother. Tweet the... No, I can't have kids anymore. Yes, you Pretty can. sure that's impossible. No, it's not. You're probably right. Uh, this week, I've got my winner, I've got my top 10, and I've got my top 20. Johnny, you are going to hate this. I believe we intersect in three different names this week. Oh, boy. As I've got, as my winner, Mr. Cameron Young at 20 to 1. My top 10, Cameron Davis, plus 425. And my top 20, Sahi Thigalit, plus 190. So let me scratch all those off. Yeah. Um, because typically, for those of you that don't normally watch the show, when Johnny and I have intersecting picks, they normally don't end well for either one of us, but especially him. Um, but Johnny's picks brought to you by, as they always are, by turflife.club and we'll put them up on the screen if you guys are watching the video feel free to take a screenshot or whatever you need to do before you head over to your sports book your legal sports book they're all legal now i think they're all legal now are they which is great all right yeah like i said the first couple weeks is kind of what we followed into last year is not really a great start to the year but we did the same thing last year but when we do that when we certainly have one bad week we jump on the horse but Unfortunately, we had two bad weeks, so that means we're going to have a monster week this week like we had last week. So my first pick on the board, despite Tim's firm, eager mm-hmm. ways to try to get a date. Yeah, I tried. And his his uh, pick with Cam Young. We're going to stick with Cam Young, but I got Cam Young at 22 to 1. Uh, I don't know where you got 20 to 1, but uh, that's why I do what I do and get it a little bit better. Well, I took, I took those off of like this afternoon, okay. so I don't know Tw- when you got yours. 22 to 1. You're looking at a guy that the golf course fits perfectly. He's cool in the pro-am format. The reason why I say that is it, you, you might not think this is a big deal, but it's a big deal. His father is a PJ pro. He grew up at Country Club his, all his life, playing with members at Country Clubs. He's not a shot. He comes out as a shy guy, but when he gets on the golf course, he's used to playing with some of these guys that members at the country club, and his dad kind of honed him in to say, hey, man, listen, you really got to grow the game. You got to play around guys all the time. You can't just be focused on yourself. So I think this pro-am format suits him well. The guy's kind of due to kind of break out, and it's just one of those years that I think he's going to with a few other guys. So I like him in our first spot at 22-1. to Second spot, Taylor Montgomery at 45 to 1. I don't know why he's 45 to 1. That's a long shot for him, I think, he right? Finished middle of the pack last week at like T15th or something like that. But the guy is, uh, since the, the wraparound season started, so far he ranks number one on the PJ Tour in putting. Putting is going to be a huge deal this week. The greens are going to be perfect. Uh, especially now, even though the amateurs are going to walk all over their lines and shit like that, but they're allowed to tap them down now. So look at these things to really help Taylor Montgomery, number one putter on the PGA Tour, by stats, by stats. Uh, I like him in our second spot. Third spot, Cam Davis at 45-1. to Despite what Tim says, I'm taking Cam Davis. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to say. Our ham sandwich, our long shot pick this week, guys, Andrew Putnam at 50 to one. By the way, your ham sandwich and last week's picks are the exact same odds. Exactly. 
Uh, you look at a guy, Andrew Putnam, this is a perfect, perfect spot for him. I thought he'd play a little bit better than he did last week. Well, actually, I thought he'd win. He just didn't have a great second round. The guy loves Pro-Am formats. I'm actually playing in the same tournament in a Pro-Am with him in a couple weeks. He loves this. He loves playing at a Pebble Beach, the Pro-Am. He loves playing the week after in the Pebble Beach Invitational that I'll be playing in. I don't know how I got in. I don't know why they keep inviting me, but they do. Every year. And I'm playing. So uh, look at him. He loves this Pro-Am form. All these Pro-Am formats. That's why, he, that's, that's why I really like him in this spot. He feels comfortable. And look for him to really win. I think the guy's due to win, and I love him in this spot. Uh, two top 10 picks this week, guys. Sahith Tagala at plus 500. Uh, he's not the greatest putter on the PGA Tour. He lo- Again, he loves these type of formats. And this is big. When I keep saying this type of formats, this is huge. Playing these type of formats. Long days, amateur partners, plus 500. I like him. He's going to make. He's he, he's going to drive the ball well. He's going to have irons in every par five. Uh, it's just a matter of if he can putt a little bit better than he has been. Um, you got to shoot 23, 25 under par to win, and I think he with this firepower, he's going to be able to do that. Second top 10 pick this week, guys, Denny McCarthy at plus 700. He, this guy is the best putter in the world, period. I don't care what stats say about Taylor Montgomery at 45 to 1. Denny McCarthy is the best putter in the world, no debate. He's plus 700, not the longest hitter on the PGA Tour. If, if, if the wind's not blowing, he's going to make – Seven, eight birdies a day if he can eliminate a couple bogeys and keep rolling the rock like he does. Look for him to kind of jump up there. Maybe have a chance to win. I didn't pick him chance to win. I just didn't like how he finished last week in Sony. But I like him in that top 10 spot. Two top 20 picks this week, guys. Justin Rose, plus 300. Yes, Justin Rose. He still does play golf. He does. Loves this place. He always has success out here. Quick stat, last year on the PGA Tour, Justin Rose was number one and yards tee to green from 150 yards and in. You're going to have a million of these 150 yards and in on this golf course. Justin Rose is the was the best last year on the PGA Tour at this stat. I like him plus 300. And our last top 20 pick is Jason Day at plus 300 again. Jason Day is finally getting healthy. I, I, I'm rooting for this guy. He's a, he's a Columbus, Ohio resident. I know he's been hitting balls, practicing. He's lost about 20 pounds, guys. And the reason he's had to do that is just because he's trying to alleviate some of that pressure off his back. I think he's going to come in this year, have a great year, come in healthy. And this is going to be a great start for a guy that hits the ball far, loves the Pro-Am format, and kind of jumpstart his his uh, his PGA Tour uh, year this week. And I like him in this spot, uh, top 20 at plus 300. And by the way, just a year after John Rahm very locally criticized or very vocally criticized the uh, setup of this tournament last year, uh, talking about you know the putting, the necessity to be a good putter, he now arrives as one of the world's best putters over the last seven events that have been measured uh, with plus 1.46 strokes gained per round on the green. Those stats are a little misleading. They are. But for him, that's a big deal, I think. A little bit. You know, the stats are one thing, but listen, I I can tell you for a fact, like the the best putters on the – the best putter I've ever seen in my life was Brad Faxon, right? That's why he teaches putting now. His stats were never the best. uh, He's the best – he was Mm -hmm. ever the best putter. But everyone on the PGA Tour will tell you Brad Faxon was the best putter. I mean, it's just just the way it is. So little of those misleading stats. The stat with Taylor Montgomery is not misleading when it comes to that. Yep. Um, But he's not a better – he's not a better putter – than Denny McCarthy. He's just not. So you guys tune in to the um, the 
American Express this weekend, what I still refer to as the Bob Hope Classic. I mean, it'll always be Bob Hope. And we're going to have some matchups. We didn't have matchups the last couple no. last couple tournaments, just because the time change is tough. They've had some weather stuff that they had to, uh, you know, had to deal with. So I didn't really do any matchups. But this will be the week we do do some matchups. Uh, again, I just don't throw matchups out there. Last year we were 105 and fifty three in matchups. It's kind of our bread and butter. Um, and you know, as we know, last year our profitability in units was twenty six thousand six hundred seventy dollars. So uh, listen, this is how we started our year last year. Miss, miss, didn't cash any tickets last year. The first two weeks, this is how we kind of jumped ramped our year last year. We're going to do it again this year. So tune in to all the social media Saturday morning. Johnny sends me, and I'll, I'll throw him out there to uh, on social media for all of his matchups. We don't he doesn't do them on Thursday, he doesn't do them on Friday because he likes to watch how these guys play the first two the first two days to get his feel for them and and figure out what's going to happen weather wise and all that good stuff. But he'll uh, he'll send them to me, and I'll shoot them out on social media on Saturday morning and Sunday morning. We'll give you uh, just, what, two or three a day really is what we do here. Usually two, maybe yeah. one. It just depends. You know, it's like it, just because I don't – just because I like a an, uh, a matchup, that I look at the odds too. I rarely put somebody that's plus 150 or better. So what that means is, you know, 150 or better. So you're risking 150 units or dollars uh, to one. So if, if you win, you, that's what you're risking or minus. It's usually minus. So you're minus 150. So if you lose the bet, you have to pay 150. As a, and if you win the bet, you pay 100. So I don't like kind of playing half of my doubling, – doubling up my money per se. Right. So look for those. Again, Johnny's uh, Twitter is at Pro. We are at From the Rough. We also put them out at DSP Media Online, and I am at IndyCarTim. They'll also be on Facebook and on Instagram and all those special places out there. But uh, you guys tune into the tournament. We'll talk about it next Wednesday. I will be live for here from the FanStream Sports DSP Media Studios. Johnny will be on the road uh, live via satellite. Via satellite. Uh, the miracle of satellite from, what, Tampa on Wednesday? I believe uh, we'll have to look or at Orlando. Trip. So we got, we got uh, Tampa next week, and then we have Orlando the week after that. And then uh, we have Pebble Beach, I believe. He'll, he'll be at Pebble Beach. I'm going to punch yeah. something right now. Yeah. So wherever he is, I will be here, and we will both be here to greet you on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch, and then, of course, the recorded podcast the next day, anywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in, supporting us. Special thanks to Turf Life at turflife.club, to the Highlands Performance Golf Center at highlandspgc.com, and, of course, our brand-new partners over at Golf Central Magazine at golfcentralmag.com. Check out their new issue now. The digital copy is online waiting for you today. I am Tim. That is Johnny. We are from the rough. And until next week, boys and girls, y'all keep hitting them straight. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com.